Welcome to the Everyday is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in. Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Everyday is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. When things just don't go your way. What do you do? How do you react? How do you even get yourself out of bed the next day? That is what we're going to be talking about on today's Everyday Saturday podcast. Welcome back, champion Sam Crowley, host of the Everyday Saturday show. The quick hit, drive-by motivation, inspiration you need to get going on your way to Saturday and to really to launch an amazing day, you know? Everybody struggles. People are either going into a crisis, in the middle of a crisis, coming out of a crisis. Anyone tells you any differently is lying to you. We all want to buy the feel good, the self-help, all of the guru information on the internet that tells you that we've never have problems. It's just whatever they're talking about. I never had a bad day. I'm here to tell you, I've had a pretty challenging past few days uh, professionally and personally. Uh, A lot of drama in the Crowley house, not even worth getting into on the show. Things that your family goes through. Look, I'm the father of four girls. You don't think it needs any drama? So whatever is happening in your home, it's happening in my home. And then professionally, you know, whenever you run a business, you have challenges. But, you know, specifics really, they don't matter. What matters is what do you do? Like, how do you bounce back? I mean, it just gets to be tough. It can drag you down. You know, sometimes I do. I shut the laptop. I just close the laptop. Work's over. I'm done. Would I love to, you know, dive in and fix all the issues and all the different things? Yeah, of course I would. I would love to sit there and bang my head against the wall and yell and scream and, you know, just rah. But sometimes I just gently close the laptop. You know, I talk about my buddy Billy Delop here in Cincinnati. Billy and I met back in 2008. He was across the hall from me in a different office that I was renting out at the time. And I was just a guy across the hall, went over, said, hey, him and his partner, they were financial advisors. And they were young, you know, younger than me. And I was young at the time. And so I was probably in my late 30s. I turned 40, turned 40 in 19, uh, 19. <laughs> I was born in 68. I turned 40 in 2008. So yeah, I would have been 40 years old. They were probably in their early 30s. But young whippersnapper guys, financial advisors, you know, investment investment guys and Billy and I uh, struck up a friendship that we still have to today. And I remember in September of 2008, every single day of trading, they own their own firm. Like they ran their own investment firm, created their own investment vehicles and things like that. It seemed the market was dropping, you know, 800 points, 1,000 points every day. This was September 2008. And it was just the bottom. It just, there was no bottom. You know, because the bottom was falling out. There was no bottom to the market. I mean, it, Got down to about 6,000, I think, 7,000, the Dow. I mean, Dow's been up to 28,000, 30,000 now, so you can give you an idea of how low it was at the time. And it was just, I felt horrible for Bill because every day I walked over to his office and said, hey, man, how's it going? You know, kind of shoot the breeze. And it would be 4 o'clock. The market closes at 4 o'clock. 
and he would just be getting crushed. Not him, really, his clients. In the posi- I mean, these were pretty logical positions. I mean, one was U.S. Steel, you know, buy who wouldn't buy U.S. Steel at the time. I think it was, and don't quote me, I think U.S. Steel at the time was probably trading around $200 a share. And I, I think it might have went down to 50 I mean, it was that bad. Fifth Third Bank, local bank here we have in Cincinnati, was trading at a dollar. Citigroup that owned Citibank was at a dollar. I mean, these were unheard of, ridiculous, like penny stock price. Think if you would have bought, I remember Fifth Third shot up to 50 bucks within like six months. Think if you would have thrown 100 grand at Fifth Third Bank at a dollar, knowing it's not going out of business. But nobody really, I mean, it's kind of like, eh, you know, is we going to get rescued here? Auto dealers, the big three are going out of business. I mean, heck, if GM or... You know, they can go out of business or Ford or anybody else, then who's who's not? You know, Shearson Lehman went out of business. Who would have thought that? So at the time, you got to kind of put yourself back to that point in time. Anything was possible negative-wise. I remember Bill at 4 o'clock, he would just close his lap. Sometimes he would, like, get pretty irate and a lot of, you know, salty language. You couldn't blame him, you know. Um, but sometimes he would just close his laptop very gently, almost like he was, like, trying not to hurt it, you know. Like ever so slightly, just close it, click, and that would be it. And you could just see him seething underneath the surface, like just wanting to throw that thing. But he didn't. And I look back and I think when I go through some challenging times in my business, um, I'll just gently, if I'm online, I just close the laptop. Maybe I get a bad email, close the laptop, and I and I just leave it. Now, I may go home and pop open a bottle of $9 red wine and maybe have a glass or two or three, but... I just wait for the next day because a faith that's never been tested can't be trusted. And it's easy. It's so easy to say, well, you got to have faith. You know, God's working. He's going to make it. Yeah, that's easy to say. Those are great words. And look, they're true. However, it's a lot more difficult to live that, you know, as opposed to just saying it. And if you've never really been through any difficult times, uh, really super duper challenging times, then it's easy to just say, ah, you know, it'll all work out. Well, you might get a big old middle finger thrown at you at some point if you say that to somebody when they've been through some tough times and they don't like the platitudes. They they need something to sink their teeth into. So what I would say to that is this. I don't know what your expectation of it working out okay, but you're going to get through whatever that is because there's more waiting for you. You know, um, I'm launching a product right now. One of the challenges I had yesterday in my business, none of the tech stuff was linking up. I'm shooting videos in my office for the 30-day Path to Freedom, which I'm going to be giving you an opportunity to dive into. It's four weeks, one solid month, 30 days of uh, video coaching. I'm giving to you for $97. I mean, it's an absolute steal, joke, laughable, $97. But, but I want to do it for you, you know. But I can't get the damn video. None of the, the video stuff is connect. I'll get it to work. It's, I've had this issue before, but... It's uh, the membership area and the content and the tech and the checkout and the shopping cart. And yesterday, it just got to the point it was like 5 o'clock, and I'm never in my office here outside of home at 5 o'clock, certainly not banging my head against the wall. And I just like gently close the laptop. I said, oh, it'll all work out. How do I know? Because I've been in this situation before. See, we try to avoid bad situations, or we try to avoid failure. We try to avoid tough stuff. We only want the good stuff. But you don't realize that if you never give yourself an opportunity to go through some really difficult times, you have no wisdom to to guide you. You've got no experience to say, oh, I've been here before, you know, it, whether it's in sports or you're down, you know, 20 points in the fourth quarter. Well, I've been here before. If you've never been down 20 points in the fourth quarter, you're like, oh, we're done. Oh, my God. 
So I always try to draw on that experience of the hundreds of other products I've launched and the tech challenges I've had. It'll, it'll, it'll all work out. But if this was my first time, I would have still just closed the laptop and said, I'm going to tackle this tomorrow. Have a better mindset, better frame of mind. I'm well-rested. I get up early in the morning. I'll tackle it tomorrow. Five o'clock? No, thanks. I'm just, I'm not. And you got to be in that state of mind to be able to tackle certain things. And truth be told, I don't want to go home angry, burnt out, and just tired to the rest of my family just because I'm having some tech issues. You still got to keep the main thing the main thing. And so that's the advice I would give you. Having a tough time professionally, close the laptop, tackle it tomorrow when you're in a better frame of mind. Personally, tackle it. Dive in, dive, just dive head first into it. Get as far as you can through it today and then go to bed. You know, that's the only way I know to do stuff. I've podcasted through a funk. You go back to the uh, spring of 2018, I was podcasting while I was in the middle of a funk, personally, professionally, just couldn't get going. And I got my way through it just by telling you about it. You know, a lot of the times what we want to do, tell somebody about it. I didn't want to whine on you guys, but I want to let you know, hey, man, I'm going through this stuff. I'll share it with you. You can go back on my website if you can't find it on iTunes because iTunes only keeps the last 300 episodes. You can always check it out on everydaysaturday.com, the old podcast there. And you go back to the spring of 2018 when I was podcasting through a funk and how I got through it. And I'll tell you right now, spoiler alert, I just got through it. Like I just kept going, kept getting through it, dealing with all the muckety muck and all that crap just to get on the other side. The key is to get on the other side of it for a lot of reasons. You can look back and say, well, made it through. So you can look back and say, eh, what I learned. And uh, it makes you feel better, you know, as a, but you're going to be in the middle of something at some point and you got to have some faith because if you can't test that faith, then how would you ever be able to trust it? You know what I mean? All right, let's get after this thing today. Have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar. Go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.